Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Thank you again for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning PUET radio. Now, tonight's lesson and Bible class is going to be dealing with the name Jesus. Now, we've had so many people over the years say, um, well, hey, um, the name Jesus, where did it come from? Um, That's not the name that he heard his mother call him. That's not the name that his family members and his kinsmen called him when he walked the earth. So how did we go from that name that they called him to the name Jesus? We're going to deal with those things, brothers and sisters, because again, many of our people have a problem and an issue um, with the name of Jesus, brothers and sisters. And we're going to deal with that. We're going to analyze this. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to give you some historical evidence and some factual evidence dealing with the name of Jesus. Now, let me say up top, brothers and sisters, our YouTube is still shut down, right? They still have a strike against us on YouTube for declaring that Black people that live in America or so-called African-Americans are the Jews of the Bible or the Israelites of the Bible. So they gave us a strike on that. So we're not able to air right now on YouTube. But again, if you know someone who follows us, then definitely have them to tune in to the Facebook. And we're looking for other platforms as well to air our, our lessons on. Right about now, brothers and sisters, let us know where you are tuning in from and where you're watching from. And what we're going to do is acknowledge you and share this live feed as we are waiting to start our lesson. All right. So again, please let us know where you're tuning in and where you're watching from. Uh, Sister Chanel, let us know where you're watching from. Sister V, let us know where you're watching from. And those of you who are already in the comments section, uh, or on live, let us know where you're watching from so that we can acknowledge each and every one of you. And at this time, get some people to come on in. We got Sister Miranda tuning in from Indianapolis, Indiana. I believe she's in Indianapolis. We got Sister Helen Beasley tuning in from Griffith, Indiana. Sister V Israel tuning in from Matson, Illinois, which is where I am broadcasting from. Uh, let's see who else we have out there. Uh, put your destination in the comment section. Sister Cheryl Thomas, peace and blessings to you. Sister, she's tuning in from Dallas, IOG. I want to say peace and blessings to you. Thank you for tuning in. We got Sister Key Israel tuning in from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Peace and blessings to you, sister. We got Sister Chanel Lewis tuning in from Georgetown, uh, Guyana. Okay, Sister Linda Israel tuning in from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And let's see who else we have out there. All right, 
We got brother Duncan Ellington tuning in from um, the radio. So listen, again, you can call in to the radio as well, brothers and sisters. Um, who else do we have out there? We got um, Kiochi Alexander, IOG Houston, Texas. Let me know if that's the correct pronunciation of your name. Brother Malachi, peace and blessing, tuning in from El Cajun, California. Uh, who else do we have out there? We got about 60 seconds before we get into this, brothers and sisters. We want to go live. And uh, it's been a very, very um, busy day. We got Israel, Isaiah Israel tuning in from Westchester, Ohio. We got folks tuning in from all over the nation and all over the world tonight on the Bible Class Truth Hour. Now, we're dealing with brothers and sisters. We're dealing with the name Jesus. Greg Rivers tuning in from ATL Atlanta, right? Some people say, well, we're not supposed to be using the name Jesus. Jesus is not his name. And Jesus, why, why are we using the name Jesus? So we're going to deal with that, brothers and sisters. And we're going to analyze this thing because we understand that Jesus is a Latin name. Okay? Is a, is a Latin name. Uh, has Latin and Greek roots to it. So we understand that, you know, when he was here in the flesh, his mother didn't call him by that name. We understand that. And we got to admit that. And I'm going to say to the teachers who are out there, we have to admit some things, whether, whether, whatever you personally feel, you know, because we got teachers out there that say it's Jesus or nothing. And so you don't even leave room for people to actually study the developing of the name from the origin of it on up to the English version that we use today. And that's not fair. And I'm talking to all of you teachers who are out there, no matter what camp you are from, no matter what Christian background you are from, it's not fair to not give the people who are studying and trying to be educated on the word of God and these things, um, the other, the other names that were used before the English came into play. Because again, you know, we got the Bibles here, right? We got the 1611 King James Version of the Bible is here. We, we, we got it here. And we can pull it out and we can show you that um, the letter J was not in the 1611 Version of the Bible. It was the letter I. So again, you know, um, depending on when you were born and depending on where you were born, you may not have used the name Jesus. But yes, we use it because we were born here in America and we speak English. So, yes, that's the name of our choice. But we're not going to knock anybody else if they would like to use the other variations of the name. Right. So let's go ahead and get into our lesson for tonight. First, what we're going to do is stand up and face Jerusalem. And then we're going to go ahead and get into the what we believe. And then we're going to bring on our YouTube. And like I said, right now, the YouTube is shut down. They are not allowing us to upload any YouTube videos right now. They have, um, they have a strike against our channel um, because of the lesson we did about Kyrie Irving and Kanye West and the proclamation that they have made that Black people in America are Israelites. You know, they say Jews. We don't say Jews. We say Israelites. And um, they they struck our channel for that. So right now we're not able to upload 
videos to YouTube, brothers and sisters. But there are multiple ways in which you can get it, right? So let's go ahead and stand up, face Jerusalem, get into our prayer, and then we're going to get right into our lesson tonight, which is a breakdown of the name Jesus. A breakdown of the name Jesus. Let's stand up and face Jerusalem. Father God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we come before you this evening, Father God, and we say thank you, Father God. Father God, we thank you for all that you are, all that you have been, and all that you will be to us in our lives, Father God. Father God, in this life, Father God, we are stricken with trials and tribulation, test and temptation, Father God. We ask that you cover us, walk with us, help us to change our ways, Father God, so that we can walk in your straight and narrow path. Father God, this lesson tonight, a breakdown of the name Jesus. Let us not only be aware of the name, but the presence of you and your son, Father God, and your will for us on this earth. We pray this prayer through your son, Jesus, Yahshua name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, let's go ahead and get ready to get into our lesson. We got about 20 seconds on the clock. Before we get started, and we're going to go live. 10 seconds. Five seconds. Peace and blessings, YouTube. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET Radio. This video is being recorded on November the 9th. Um, you probably won't see it in the month of November because YouTube at this particular time is not allowing us to upload any videos. Nevertheless, the ministry still has to go forth and has to go on. So if you want to catch us on Tuesdays, then please go to Facebook and like our Facebook group page, which is the Bible Class Truth Hour, the Bible Class Truth Hour. Also subscribe um, below, hit that subscribe button and that bell so that you can be notified when we do go live. Let's deal with today's lesson, a breakdown of the name Jesus, a breakdown of the name Jesus. But before we do that, we got to get into the what we believe. Again, the what we believe. And this right here, brothers and sisters, tells you a lot about who we are as a ministry and um, what we believe. The Bible Class Truth Hour is an online social media Bible-based ministry where we teach the uncut word of God as it is written in the scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, Isaiah 28 and 10. Our mission is to lead as many souls to Jesus the Christ so that through the word of God and the keeping of the commandments, we may receive salvation. Our motto is, if you cannot read it, then do not believe it. Here's what we believe, number one. We believe in the name of Jesus. We have no dispute with those who prefer to use the Hebrew version of the name, the Latin version of the name, the old English version of the name, or the English version of the name. For the most part, we use the English version of the name because we speak English and those who follow us speak English as well. Number two. 
We believe that Jesus alone is our Lord and Savior. Number three, we believe in the Sabbath day, which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Number four, we believe in the seven feast days of the Lord as listed in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. See, man has holidays, but the Lord has holy feast days. Number five, we believe that we, the so-called African-Americans and those who were spread throughout the four corners of the world are indeed Israelites and all the Lord's statutes, laws, and commandments apply to us. Number six, we believe that we must keep the law to the best of our ability. Number seven, we believe that <clears throat> we must keep the Lord's dietary law, right? God has a chosen people. And because we are God's chosen people, he has a diet that he wants us to prescribe to and a lifestyle, right? So that diet includes no pork, no catfish, no lobster, no shrimp. A lot of the stuff that y'all like, and I just read, I understand and I know. But in any other um, animal <clears throat> that is deemed to be unpermissible to eat, according to Leviticus, <clears throat> the 11th chapter, and that is the chapter of the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten and the unclean and the clean beast. Number eight, we believe that both the scriptures of the Old Testament and the testimony or New Testament must be used when teaching the word of God. You can't be an Old Testament scholar or a New Testament Christian. You must be both, Isaiah 8 and 20. Number nine, we don't believe in Sunday Sabbath service. The Lord didn't give us the first day of the week. He gave us the Sabbath day. We don't believe in the Trinity doctrine, right? There are no three gods in one. There are three that bear record in heaven but it only mentions the Father and the Son going by the name of God. There's no such thing as God the Holy Ghost. You know how they say God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost? Well, you can remove God in front of the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost is not a God, right? He's not equal to the Father and the Son. We don't believe in the cross. We don't believe in holidays that originated in the worship of false and idol gods such as Christmas and Easter and New Year's. These are all anti-Christ or against Christ, according to the Bible. Number 10, we believe salvation through Jesus is for all people, no matter what race or color or nationality or people that you belong to. Revelation 7 and 9, I saw a number that no man could count. And this was outside of the 144,000 that were sealed, right? So brothers, at this time, if you have a head covering on, we ask that you remove your head covering. And sisters, if you have no head covering on at this time, we ask that you put a head covering over your head so that we can be in compliance with the ordinances of God as listed in 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, verses three through six. Let's get in with our lesson today, brothers and sisters a breakdown of the name Jesus. Because there was no letter J in the Hebrew language or the language that the Hebrews spoke, should we be using the name Jesus, which starts with the letter J? That's the question that we have for tonight's show. And that is the title, right? There's been a long debate, brothers and sisters, uh, about the name Jesus and his chosen name. The world as a whole uses the Christ or Jesus the Christ as if 
though Christ is his last name. But we'll talk about that too, brothers and sisters. But we got to get this thing right tonight. And so we're going to analyze this. Now, some of the earliest prophecies that we can read about Jesus and the coming of Jesus can be found in the Old Testament or the book of Isaiah. So turn your Bibles to the book of Isaiah, the 11th chapter. And again, this is a Bible-based ministry. So we don't just give you a motivational speech. We don't just give you a talk. We educate you on the word of God according to how it is written in the scripture. So we're going to start with Isaiah, the 11th chapter. Let's go to the beginning so we can find out about tomorrow. The good thing about the Bible, it, it's tomorrow's news today. It tells the end from the beginning. So we're gonna start with Isaiah the 11 chapter and we're gonna read verses one through five. And if you can keep up with us, then please do. If not, Sister Key Israel will put those scriptures right in the comment section so you could tap on the scripture and you can read it with us. Isaiah the 11 chapter, and we're going to read verses one through five, a breakdown of the name Jesus. Since there was no letter J in Hebrew, is Jesus the name we should be using? Let's find out. Isaiah 11 verses one through five. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom, and understanding the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. Now, you got two things that are going on here. You got the birth of Jesus. You got the life of Jesus as we know him to be or the name as we know him to be. And then you got the coming back of Jesus, because again, he's not in his might and in his power until he comes back. So when it talks about at verse four, it says he will smite the earth. That Jesus that came 2000 years ago didn't come with the power to smite the earth. He came as a sacrifice. Verse five, and righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins and faithfulness, the girdle of his reins, right? So this one chapter, the first five verses, again, deals with the coming of Jesus before he was born, the sacrifice of Jesus during his life, and after he had been killed, buried, resurrected, and after the time of the Gentiles have been fulfilled, it refers to him coming back to smite the earth. So we got an individual and we got a person. And what happens with a lot of people, they say, well, Jesus didn't even exist. Well, maybe a man 2000 years ago that existed didn't go by that name. So when you're looking in the history 2,000 years ago of a man that went by the name Jesus, when you go and do your research outside of the Bible, you might not find a man that went by that name. 
during that time in Hebrew amongst his mother and amongst his kinsmen, he wasn't called by a Latin name. Then you may run into Yahshua or any of the various names that are used, Yahushua or any of those names, right? And so I tell people that say, um, man, when I go back in history and I research and I go back 2,000 years ago, I can't find a man who went by the name Jesus. But does that mean that he didn't exist? He just didn't go by that name back then, okay? But we're going to research this thing. We're going to keep moving forward. We're going to show you why we use that name and when it came into existence. And we're going to give you the history of that, right? So now, brothers and sisters, let's go to the book of Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter. Here's another prophecy of the coming of the one whom today we know to be is Jesus. Although a name is not given, unto him in the book of Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter, we are giving a sign of his birth, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead and read the book of Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter, and find out what it says about this man. See, first we got to prove that a man existed that was sent to this earth by the father to do a job. Let's, let's prove his existence first. Right. Then we'll put a put a name on them. Let's go to Jeremiah 23rd chapter. Turn your Bibles to the book of Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter. And again, if you can't to get to these scriptures quick enough, Sister Key Israel puts them in the comment section. Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter. See, we don't want the name Jesus to be an excuse for people not to believe in who he is and who he was. Jeremiah 23. We're going to read verses five through eight, and it reads, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Now again, this doesn't happen until the return of Jesus, that he shall execute justice on the earth, but it speaks of it before it even happens. Verse six, in his days, Judah shall be saved and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called the Lord, our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that they shall no more say the Lord liveth, which brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but the Lord liveth, which brought up and which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the north country. Where are you at today, brothers and sisters? You are in North America. So just like our Lord led us up out of the land of Egypt, our Lord is going to lead us up out of the north country wherein we reside. It says, but the Lord liveth which brought us out and which led seed of the house of Israel out of the north country and from all countries where I have driven them 
and they shall dwell in their own land. So the Lord is admitting here that he led us into captivity, which allowed us to be spread into all countries. But when this man comes back, the one whom we call Jesus, brothers and sisters, he would deliver us out of all of these countries wherein we live today. But again, how did he become Jesus from Yahshua? That's the question on tonight's Bible class truth hour, because again, we don't want people to be turned away from God because they can't accept the name Jesus. Maybe they haven't been taught the things that we're gonna show on this lesson tonight. And maybe if they have access to this teaching that we're gonna teach on this show tonight, maybe they'll feel a little bit different about the name Jesus. Let's go to the book of Micah, the fifth chapter. The prophecy continues. We, we read about the coming of him in Isaiah. We read about the coming of him in Jeremiah. Now, let's continue with the book of Micah about the coming of the one whom we know today as Jesus. Still no name is mentioned as to who this one will be. But again, let's get a description of the individual before we put the name on them. Micah 5, verses 1 through 4. The book of Micah, the fifth chapter, verses 1 through 4. And it reads, now gather thyself in troops, O daughter of troops. He have laid siege against us. They shall smite the judge of Israel with the rod upon his cheek. Now, you know what happened when Jesus was here. They had a movie called The Passion, right? Where during this period of time, there was a crown of thorns put on his head. He was beaten. He was whipped. And right here, it says, they shall smite the judge of Israel with the rod upon his cheek. But you, Bethlehem, Ephtah, though, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler of Israel whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. Therefore will he, will he give them up until the time that she switched travaileth have brought forth, then the remnant of the brethren shall return unto the children of Israel. And he shall stand and feed, and feed in the strength of the Lord. And the majesty of the name of the Lord, his God, and they shall abide for now shall he be great until the ends of the earth. So out of all that Jesus went through when he was here, the torture that he endured before he was cruci crucified and killed was not for naught, brothers and sisters. This is what he had to go through in order to release us from the death sentence that Adam had put us under. Now the grave can't hold us, brothers and sisters. Yeah, we're going to be put there in some way, shape, or form, whether it be by cremation or buried under the ground. But when he comes, it says that the dead in Christ shall be raised first at his coming. So the grave can't hold us. 
It's just a holding place for us until we get our spiritual bodies, bodies that we can't die in anymore, right? So let's continue. It's still talking about one who would come, but what is his name? What did his mother call him? For sure she did not call him Jesus. No, that was a Roman thing, brothers and sisters. That was a Latin thing, brothers and sisters. That is a English thing. But we still got the same person. So we need to show you how the name got from what it was to what it is today. But we're going to go into that. Now, under Roman rule, which spanned over 500 years. So when Jesus came into this world, the Romans were in power. The primary language of the people changed, brothers and sisters. Now, again, maybe they spoke Hebrew or Aramaic during that time. But once Rome conquered them, the language primarily, which had one time been Hebrew and Aramaic, became Latin because Latin was the official language of the Roman Empire. Now, give you an example. We didn't speak English when those ships came over and got us from the land of Ham where we had escaped from Israel into the land of Ham in 70 AD and sojourned there into the 1400s, late 1400s. We wasn't speaking English. But when those captives came from Spain, and took us to places where they rule, Israelites began to speak Spanish. And when those European captives from England came over and got captives and took us to England and America, we began to speak English. So whoever is ruling over you, you begin to speak the language of your conqueror. So we got to deal with Rome because Rome was the conquering nation of that region of the world at that time. So let's deal with it, brothers and sisters. Now, in the Latin language, the male names end with an S. Like Marcus, Aurelius. Demetrius, right? And we're going to get into their male and female names, which is the same names. The only difference is the S because the S denotes it being a male, right? So the name Jesus with the S on it, the reason why the S is on that name is because Jesus was a male. But remember, when we get into the 1611, King James Version of the Bible, there was no J. So we got to get further. We got to break this thing down. We got to continue with this lesson today and continue with what's going on. Now, let me give you some examples, right? Now, you had what? Demetri uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Demetrios, right? 
but the female name would be Demetria. But because Demetrios was a male, it had to end with an S, or else it would be the same as Demetria. Right? Now, another example is Antonia, uh, Antonia, which is the female name, and Antonios. Right? Now, these were all Roman names at that time. Now, here in America, they just say Antonio, right? And Antonia. But isn't it interesting that Antonia, you call her Tony. Antonio, you call him Tony, right? We're going to get into that too. But what separated them in the Roman language was the S because all the male names had to end with S. Now, we here on the Bible class truth hour accept and have no dispute with those who choose to use the other names that Jesus was called before that translation came into existence. If you want to use Yahshua, that's fine. If you want to use Yahweh, that's fine. If you want to use Yahoshua, that's fine. If you want to use Yasha, that's fine. We ain't got no problem with that. We ain't got no dispute with that. We believe that all those names refer to that same Jesus who was born of a virgin, came, lived for 33 and a half years, taught for three and a half of those 33 years, was crucified on the uh, Passover was put in the grave before the Feast of Unleavened Bread, stayed in the grave three days and three nights, and rose on a Saturday. All those names refer to the same person and the same individual. Don't let nobody come and tell you that you ain't supposed to be using those names. You can't use those names. That is a personal opinion, brothers and sisters. The fact of the matter is, because we live in this country, the name Jesus is the primary name that's used. Now, the reason why we prefer to use the name Jesus, we got to explain that to you too, right? We got to explain to you why we prefer to use that name over any other name. We got we to show you that too. But just hang in there, because we're going to show you that, brothers and sisters. Now, let's go to, let's see, how are we going to do this, brothers and sisters? Let's go to the Wikipedia and trace back the name Jesus to Yahshua. We're going to go backwards on this, brothers and sisters. And I don't know if I got my notes here, but let's let's go ahead and trace this thing backwards, and we're going to show you how we go. Now, when you get to the 1611 version of the Bible, the King James Version of the Bible, I keep stating that the letter I was used, right? So now when we go backwards 
the first place we stop before the letter J, going backwards, is the letter I. Okay? Now, in the 1611 King James Version of the Bible, you have Isua. Right? Now, how did it get from Isua to Isuas? Because that S had to go on the end of Isua because that S denotes that it was a male's name. Now, it's uh, conceivable to see how Isua became Isuas because of that S, that genitive case rule that the Romans had. And then Isuas became Jesus when you move up the translation. But let's still go backwards. We go from Jesus to Isuas to Isua. Now, when you go back before the letter I, you had the letter Y. Then you go from Isua going back to Yahshua. So we are building this thing up, going from Yahshua, the letter Y changing to an, to an I, Isua, then the S being added on the end of Isua because it was a male name, Isuas, and then the J, the I becoming a letter J, and now we have Jesus, brothers and sisters. So, Yahshua, Isua, Jesus, it's all the same name, brothers and sisters. Now, we got to get into why we use the name Jesus out of all of them. The only time we can read of the people of the earth speaking one language is at the time of the Tower of Babel. Let's go there real quick and read three verses. Genesis 11, five through seven. Genesis 11, five through seven. Why is this lesson important, brothers and sisters? Because again, there are some that don't even wanna read the Bible, don't wanna have nothing to do with the Bible because they can't accept the name Jesus. They don't even know how it came into existence. They're being taught that the word Jesus came from the two gods, Jupiter and Zeus. Because we know Spanish people pronounce it Jesus, right? So this is what they're being taught. They don't know anything about the Latin language, the genitive case rule. They don't know anything about how the Y became an I and then the I became a J through translation. They don't know these things. So it's important for us to make them understand that you're not calling on an idol God by using the name Jesus. You're just saying Yahshua in the English version of the name. And it's the same exact name. Genesis 11, five through seven, and it reads, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, behold, the people is one and they have all one language and this they began to do and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down and there confound their language. 
that they may not understand one another's speech. So who was responsible for bringing multiple languages on this earth? The Lord was responsible for bringing multiple languages on the earth, brothers and sisters. And this is why we have the name Jesus in many different languages. You go to India, they're going to call him something else. You go to Africa, certain parts, they're going to call him something else there. I've heard people say Isa. I've heard people say Jah. So we got to understand, brothers and sisters, that all of these names refer to our Lord and Savior Jesus, the Christ. But why do we use the name Jesus out of all of them today? We're going to get there. Let's go to the book of Judges, the 12th chapter. Since the Tower of Babel, we as Israelites always had an issue and a problem with pronunciation, brothers and sisters. Let me show you something on the way to learning something um, in the book of Judges. So let's go to, to the book of Judges, the 12th chapter, 5 and 6. Judges, the 12th chapter. And we're going to read verses 5 and 6. And it reads, and, uh, and Gileadus took the passages of Jordan before the um, Ephraimites. And it was so that when the Ephraimites, which were escaped, said, let me go over, that the men of Gilead said unto him, art thou an Ephraimite? If he said nay, then said they unto him, say now, Shibboleth. And he said, Shibboleth, for he could not frame to pronounce it right. Then they took him and slew him at the passages of Jordan. And there fell at that time of the Ephraimites 40 and 2,000. 40 and 2,000 people fell at that time, brothers and sisters. I mean, when they killed brothers and sisters, they killed a lot. But it, this man couldn't even pronounce the name. So if they had problems pronouncing the names back then, what do you think that we would have problems <laughs> during to today's time, brothers and sisters? And English is not even our native tongue. I just want to show you about the pronunciation. We've always had issues with pronunciation and pronouncing names, brothers and sisters. Again. No matter what language we speak now, English or Hebrew, the Lord is going to give us another tongue. Let's go to Isaiah 28 and 11, one verse. Isaiah 28 and 11. Isaiah 28 and 11 and it reads for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people so when he comes he ain't even coming speaking english brothers and sisters he's speaking to us in another tongue right now of course we speak english now 
So even with this, with the stammering lip and another tongue, will he speak to his people? Yeah, he's speaking to us in English. He's speaking to us in Spanish. He's speaking to us in the different languages of the Caribbean. But when he comes, brothers and sisters, he comes speaking truth. So much so that there was a name that he had on him that no one could name. Well, wait a minute. Out of all of the nations of, of this earth, out of all of the languages that are in the earth, you mean to tell me that there was a name that no one could read? That was on him when he came or when he comes back? <laughs> Seems like to me that's a whole different language, brothers and sisters. Now, let's continue this thing. Now, I've always heard people say, well, read this verse in the Bible. It says, by the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. See, I told you that that's the name, but you read in the English Bible. So how can you prove to me reading an English Bible that you know is going to say the name Jesus in it and prove to me that that's the only name that I should be using? If I read the King James Version of the Bible, 1611, it's going to start with the letter I. So what if I use that version as my proof? Because it's still King James. It's just the old English. And I say, see, I told you, you should be calling him Jesus. So we can't get into this thing where you're proving to someone by using an English Bible that the language that they speak are not valid and it's the same words written in their language and just not English. So my language because it's English is better than your language because you don't speak English, but we still gonna show you why we use the name Jesus, brothers and sisters. I just don't knock nobody else for using the name and the language in which they speak long as it's the same name brothers and sisters because again if you go to russia and we're going to show you this in a minute they don't speak english but they got the same names just in russia or in another language so we're going to show you that in a minute now Let's go to the book of John, the 10th chapter, verses 7 through 18. John, the 10th chapter, verses 7 through 18. All right. John, the 10th chapter, verses 7 through 18. Let's go ahead and read, brothers and sisters. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. 
I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Now, some prosperity teachers have come and said, see, Jesus wants you to have that big house and he wants you to have that luxury car and he wants you to have the finest clothes and he wants you to have that good paying job. There's nothing bad with having those things, but that's not what Jesus meant when he said, I am come so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He was talking about everlasting life. He was talking about salvation. So at the end of the day, we got to deal with the man that is pointing us in the direction of salvation. Now, if that man in that language that you speak does not guide us to salvation, I can't roll with that man. Because whether you call this man Yahshua, Isua, or Jesus, he's leading us to salvation and he's showing us that he has come to give us life and give it more abundantly, which means that he's come to resurrect us and give us everlasting life. We all got to come up out of this flesh and blood body because remember, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So if you and I would want to inherit the kingdom of God, it has to be in another body. And that body is the body that he gives us once we are resurrected. And that body comes from heaven, brothers and sisters. And in that body, we can't die anymore. We can't bleed anymore. We can't feel hurt or pain anymore. We can't even sin anymore. We will be God's children of the most high God. See, this man tells us this. So if your Yahshua tells us this, if your Isua tells us this, then I ain't got no problem. But we still going to tell you why we use the name Jesus. Verse 11, he said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. Did Allah ever give his life for his sheep? Did Buddha ever give his life for his sheep? See, I'd rather follow a God a Lord who gave his life for me. And this is why we roll with him, brothers and sisters. It says, but he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, who's owned the sheep or not, see if the wolf coming and leaveth the, the sheep and fleeth and the wolf catcheth them and scatter the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for my sheep. Again, brothers and sisters, no God, no savior that we read about other than this one lays down his life for his sheep. I got to roll with him. 
for the sake of time, you can read the rest of that 15 through 18 on your own. It continues to double down and says that he lays his life down for his sheep. But let's go back to deal with the name and translation, right? Now, I want to read off to you some names that have changed depending on the language that you speak. Now, we have heard the name Elizabeth, right? But did you know Elizabeth is pronounced as a different name in another language? Another name for Elizabeth is Isabella. Same name. Elizabeth in one language, Isabella in another language. You have Stephen in one language, S-T-E-V-A-N, or S-T-E-V-E-N. Then you have Stefan. Same name. Now, America, you got John. In Russia, you got Ivan. Same name. And over here, they have nicknames for John, and they call him Jack. Jack Kennedy. Well, I thought his name was John. Why are they calling him Jack? Same name, same person. Then we had a president called Richard Nixon. Richard became Dick. So Dick and Richard, or somehow I can't figure out how Richard became Dick or Dick became Richard, but same person. Can't you see where I'm going right now, brothers and sisters? You got Jerome, right? Then they turn around and call Jerome, Jerry. And like Brother Isaiah said, you got Jim and you got James. Still the same person. So is one greater than the other? Let's go ahead and move forward, brothers and sisters. We will see. We will keep going on. Let's go to the book of First Timothy, the first chapter. First Timothy, the first chapter, and we're going to read verses one through four. First Timothy, the first chapter, verses one through four. And this is how we lose people in the ministry, brothers and sisters. Instead of giving them that which they deserve, is they say, well, you know, I don't use the name Jesus. I use the name Yahshua. Well, you ain't no good. You ain't you ain't got no place in, in, in this ministry. We don't, we don't want nothing to do with you because you don't use the name Jesus. Well, they talking about the same person. They just using the Hebrew name. Why are we going to jump down their throat? Because they're not using the name that we prefer to use. And what of English? never came into existence, although it has. We can't go back and undo what has already been done. So everybody that called that man by the name of Yahshua before English came into existence, what happens to all those people? All hope is lost for them because they didn't use the name Jesus. 
that didn't exist during that time when they were calling him that name? We got to be real as teachers, brothers and sisters. I take nothing away from those teachers who hold on to the name Jesus. I hold on to the name Jesus. But it's not a good look when you knock somebody else who want to use the Latin or the Hebrew version of the name. Let's go ahead and continue. First Timothy, the first chapter, verses one through four, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandment of God, our savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope unto Timothy, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God, our father and Jesus Christ, our Lord, as I besought thee to abide still in Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith. So do. So brothers and sisters, when we begin to listen to people, getting to things outside of our Israelite doctrine, right? And our Christian faith. And they delve into other things and they say, well, you know, Jesus had a wife. And I and I saw the movie with uh, Tom Hanks that said Jesus had offspring and had a baby and this, this and that. And where are you reading this stuff at? See, you got to be careful, brothers and sisters. And the reason why that's so relevant to what we're teaching today is because when you go off the mark and you're looking for something to disprove what this word of God says, oh, the devil will give you all kind of things that you can use. And we contribute to pushing them away to look for other doctrines rather than accepting them into the body of Christ and say, oh, I see that you would prefer to use the name Yahshua. That's good, well, and fine, but let me show you how that name Yahshua became translated from Hebrew to Latin to Greek to Old English to the English that we have today. Let me, let me show you this young man. Let me show you this young woman. But instead of taking the time out to show them that they are right at one point in time, that name was the name that he was called by. Instead of doing that, we reject it altogether and say, you ain't got no business using that name. I don't use that. I don't care what they say. I use the name Jesus. That's fine that we use the name Jesus. But don't throw your brother and your sister under the bus if they want to use the Hebrew name. And you got to understand too, by the name of Jesus, we were enslaved. By the name of Jesus, we were being, we, we were being killed by people who called themselves Christians. The Ku Klux Klan even used a cross and the name Jesus with the cross. 
So you can understand why people associate Christianity with white supremacy or even the name Jesus with white supremacy. But see, that's that other Jesus that the Romans gave the world. We got to show them the difference between that Jesus that the Romans gave the world and the Jesus of the Bible, right? We got to show them the difference between the two. And once we show them and compare both together, then we may draw them in versus pushing them away, brothers and sisters. We're almost done with this lesson, brothers and sisters. We only got a few more places to go. We only got a few more places to go. In Swahili, they call him Yesu. The Kurds and the Turks called him Isa. Brothers and sisters, don't think that we, don't think that God is so small that he can't speak to his sheep in other languages. We want to have a monopoly on God as if we are so important because we're here in America as opposed to anybody else in any other uh, country or land or that speak any other language. Let's go to John 14 and 1, brothers and sisters. John 14 and 1. Let's read the word of God and let the word of God speak. John 14 and 1. Many people got the name right, brothers and sisters. And many of the people that got the name right are doing devilish things in the right name. So, John 14 and 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Right? And how do we show that we believe in him? He said, if you love me, do what? Keep my commandments. So how in the name of Jesus are all these people murdering people? They killing people. They are enslaving people in the name of Jesus. I don't blame you for not wanting to use that name. If that's the name that you associate with murder and death and rape and slavery and many of those other things. But we got to show you, brothers and sisters, that Jesus said in, in his own words, many people shall come in my name and say, I am Christ. And shall deceive many. He told us that this thing would happen. But the devil wants you to turn away from that name, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Hebrews, the sixth chapter. We all have issues from time to time keeping the faith. And sometimes that name is associated with us losing faith, right? But it's our daily job as followers of Jesus, keepers of the Israelite doctrine, which means that you are a Christian, only if you keep the Israelites doctrine. 
Because remember, those who were called Christians were called Christians first at Antioch. It wasn't nobody at Antioch but Jews. And what did they follow? The doctrine of the Israelites. So what is the Christian doctrine? The doctrine of the Israelites. And if that ain't that, then you got another doctrine. And you got another form of Christianity. That's why we say when they say, well, what's your belief? We say we're Bible-based Christians. What, what do you mean Bible-based Christians? Well, you got Roman Christians or Roman Christianity, and you got biblical Christianity. We stay with biblical Christianity. Let's go to the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse 6, one verse. We're getting down to the end. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse 6, one verse, and it reads, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you believe that Yahshua or Esau or Jesus is? Do you believe that he existed? I understand, and like I said, you go back and do your research, you might not find a man who went by the name of Jesus two and a half thousand years ago. You might find a man who existed who went by the name Yahshua. And again, I keep stressing, now that you found that man that existed who went by the name Yahshua, now we got to show you how that name Yahshua was translated to the name Jesus. Same individual, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead and land this plane, brothers and sisters, and begin to close out. Let's begin to land this plane and begin to close out. Now. I said that um, we would show you why we use the name Jesus, right? Well, out of all the names that, that we could call him, the reason why we use the name Jesus is because we know that the Gentiles are in power right now, right? The Gentiles are ruling things and they running things and they are in power right now which means white folks are in power, right? These white folks don't know the name Yahshua. They don't know the name Esua. They don't know the name Yahweh, Yahoshua. We know those names because we are Israelites and we've done the research and we've gone back and researched Hebrew and other languages that may have been spoken at that time, Aramaic. But they're not concerned about that. The greatest name that they are aware of is the name Jesus. So let's go and see what the Lord said in the book of Malachi, the first chapter, verse 11. Malachi, the first chapter, verse 11. Now, all these Gentiles, these white folks, are using the name Jesus. Seems like to me, that's a great name to them. Well, let's look at the word of God and let's look at what was said. Malachi, the first chapter, verse 11. From the rising of the sun 
even unto the going down of the same. My name shall be great amongst the Gentiles. Let's stop right there. He didn't even say what the name was in Malachi 1 and 11. So now that we know all the names that he's called by, which name out of all of the names that he is called by is great amongst the Gentiles or white folks? It is the name of Jesus. And this is why we use that name. Because here, I'll read it again, Malachi 1 and 11. For from the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great amongst the Gentiles. And in every place, incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering for my name shall be great among the nations, saith the Lord of hosts. So when you deal with the greatest religion of the Gentiles, you deal with the Roman Catholic Church. And the name that the Roman Catholic Church uses and burns incense for, as it is written here, incense shall be offered unto my name, is the name of Jesus. So out of all of the names that we announced on tonight's show or Bible class, the only name among those names that are great amongst the Gentiles is the name of Jesus. And this is why this is our preferred name that we use on the Bible class Truth Hour. I thank you so much for your time. Brothers and sisters, I hope that this lesson was received well. I didn't try to offend nobody, no teacher, or the way a teacher teaches. I just want to retrieve our people. And I don't want the fact that he or she that is searching for truth may choose to use not the name Jesus, but another language for that name, same name, but just in another language. I don't want them to feel rejected. And so let's continue to teach people. I, I, I at one time had a problem with the name Jesus because I didn't have that understanding. And when Brother Julius and Brother Stearns, who was Brother Bowie's teacher, began to show me these things, and Brother Andrew, when I began to go to the Israel of God, they began to show me these things. I began to see it differently, but they didn't push me away because I used the name Yahshua. They said, yeah, brother, you know, those, those are names that are valid, but this is why we use this name. I said, okay, cool, I, I understand. You ain't trying to say I'm wrong. You're just trying to show me the development of the name from the Hebrew and Aramaic to Latin to Greek to English. And I respected that. And I think that more students 
and those who seek and search the truth will have more respect for teachers if they remove their personal opinion out of the teaching process. And sometimes it just takes a new generation. They call us Generation X. Sometimes it just takes a new generation to give a new and fresh perspective on things. So we thank you so much, brothers and sisters, for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. I'm your host, Brother Minister, Brother Black Ice, DeAndre Hawthorne. Now, again, our YouTube is still shut down at this time. It is November the 9th. I'm sorry, it's not November the 9th. It's November the 15th. My son's birthday was yesterday. It's November the 15th. And um, hopefully our YouTube would get restored um, pretty soon. But until that happens, continue to watch on Facebook, on our Truth Hour Bible Class Facebook group page. And if you're not following that page, then we want you to go and like the page so that you can follow the page. YouTube, whenever this video is up and it airs, um, again, go to our Facebook page. If you have a Facebook page, if not, then um, text us at 312-719-7310. Text your name and the keywords Truth Hour. And that goes for you too, Facebook. 312-719-7310. And, and one of the team members from Truth Hour put that in the comment section. Text your name and the keywords Truth Hour so that we can send you out a text message right before we go live and let you know that we're about to go live and what the lesson is for that particular night. I'm going to say peace and blessings to each and every one of you all in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, brothers and sisters. You two, we signing off. Peace and blessings. For those who are still there, we're going to stand up, face Jerusalem. And we're going to go ahead and pray out. Father God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we pray towards you in your son, Jesus, Yeshua name. We pray that this lesson was edifying to all those who watched and listened and that it was glorifying to you, Father God, and for you. Father God, we're trying our best to learn as much as we can learn. Father God, we have been mistaught and miseducated for hundreds and hundreds of years, Father God. We're trying to come out of that. Our people are beginning to wake up and find out who we are and whose we are, Father God. Father God, protect us because the more we become knowledgeable, the more the evil ones forms weapons against us, but you said that they shall not prosper. We declare and decree, Father God, that you are victorious, that when we walk in your name, in your son's name, that we will be victorious as well. So we pray this prayer tonight, Father God, continue to cover us, protect us, keep us away from all hurt, harm, and danger. Help us to control our flesh, Father God, and walk in your straight and narrow path. And we pray this prayer through your son, Jesus, Yeshua name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, please let us know in the comment section what you thought about tonight's lesson. I always like to go back and read the comments, and it's encouraging um, to read your comments, brothers and sisters. So don't think that what you feel don't mean anything to me or us. So if you can leave a comment in the comment section about what you thought about tonight's Bible class, we would definitely appreciate it. And please continue to share this lesson as well. Peace and blessings in Jesus' name.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.